on the 163rd episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. Brian is back as we discuss a few players to make moves on before it's too late. We'll go over the top games of week four and, of course, give you our boys of the week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, and the terrible reign of David Montgomery is finally, we think, <laughs> over. We As hope. Khalil Herbert. We all hope. Stepped what? in. Yeah, stepped what a in. Start. And, I mean, it had to be done because railed on him. People still picked him as a, you know, you know. Top was, three round running back for some reason. Yeah, he was going we high RB2. We warned about it all, all season, all last season. Now look, Khalil Herbert stepped in, two touchdowns, over a hundred yards, looked great. He, all right, it's all right, crazy in the league that I have Khalil Herbert in. Um, he is RB seven for the season. <laughs> uh, that's fucking insane, considering <laughs> the little amount that he's done the first two weeks to come in one week and immediately pole vault himself into RB seven. Um, that I think that goes to show. I mean, hopefully, uh, the Bears that he needs to be the running back that's featured more than David Montgomery. Like we've been harping on it for years now. Um, someone like this, this, the eye test. It's the eye test, right? You see it. Like this needs to happen. I, I understand he got hurt. I feel bad. Hopefully, David Montgomery gets better for him, but. Khalil Herbert needs to be the starting running back in Chicago. Yeah, I don't want to dance on his grave or anything, but uh, doing a little jig. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, look, it, injured or not, right? It's just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. That it takes this long sometimes for professional like evaluators, coaches to get to this point. Um, I kind of feel this way about Pollard to a less extent. Because uh, Elliot is still good, so this is a, Pollard. Elliot is a, is like one of those situations where Elliot's still good, so it's not like I could hate on them for playing Elliot. It just looks like Pollard's so much more explosive. Yeah. Um. So that's a little much lesser, but this one was just like you got a guy running into a brick wall every time, putting up 19 rushes for 22 yard stats. Uh, almost anything is going to be better. It's just a why give that much volume to a guy who can't fall forward a little bit. I'm excited. I hope I mean, I hope Khalil Herbert gets a lot more like of a chance this week to continue to prove himself versus the Giants. I you know, look what Pollard and Elliott did versus the Giants uh on Monday night. I, if they you know, I, I feel like he could have another explosive game. Like really you know, you know, plant his flag as the starting running back for the Bears. Which they need someone explosive to maybe make that offense go. Because obviously Montgomery wasn't helping. Justin Fields, uh, we'll get into him later. Um, they need someone. They need, and, and Khalil Herbert might be the guy. Yeah, as, as long as until until Leonard Williams comes back uh, for the Giants, the yeah, running backs against them are a pretty good bet. He's kind of the engine on that defense, especially the front. Um, so I think that opens up a lot. So I like that. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, besides that, uh, it was kind of a sloppy week three. There's a bunch of low-scoring bad games. 
And with a hurricane coming through, probably gonna do it again. Probably gonna have to scrap together for a uh, for a good team this week. Well, Anyways, look, uh, look, I mean, look, well, the first two weeks were so amazing, right? So get a little bit of a downer on on week three. Although the the, the Miami and Buffalo game was a, a solid, yeah. fun game to watch. So there were some good good of week three. But I mean, look, you can't go you can't go eighteen weeks right straight across with you know no. just phenomenal games. So there's gonna be some lulls. And not only that, but there have been a bunch of uh, injuries to, to star running backs that are really going to hamper you. Jonathan Taylor, Chris McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, just to name a few. Dalvin Cook. All banged up. Dalvin Cook banged up. So could get real, real sketchy for a bunch of teams. can so. get real weird uh, for fantasy considering how the uh... – the RB landscape really is right now, you know, with the running backs we have, and you have to start diving into backups can get real strange. That's yeah. I, I wouldn't be too, too concerned. What about the Wednesday mix mispractice for a lot of guys? It's, it's pretty common. That's that the NFL is moving where the stars really take a seat. If they're even cl- like anywhere near bang, banged up on a when I'm, like the week after a game, yeah. they just sit, sit on Wednesday now. It's just what they do. It's pretty much every um, every star player is questionable going into the Thursday yeah. <laughs> practice. Yeah, and and fantasy apps have to stop overreact. Look, maybe these guys actually are injured, but the overreaction to the Wednesday injury report is, is insane to me. Uh, the, the guy on Yahoo, whoever does it on Yahoo, is – is like real unhinged about McCaffrey. Like, you know, I, he's he's really got to chill out a little. When McCaffrey got that cut, he like this is the problem with McCaffrey. It's every fucking year. I can't like the, his little blurb was like the angriest blurb ever. This he and he does this one when he missed uh, today's practice was funny. It was like, you know, you would think a 26 year old body could hold up a little, but obviously not McCaffrey. This is it. and it's like chill. He probably just has like a thigh bruise or something and. You know, gotta wait till Thursday of today's NFL. They're just not practicing as much. Yeah, I mean, this guy. I mean, you gotta understand the 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 the, the shit your body takes in these games. It's like, come on, man. Like Wednesday is the standard now for your stars, especially stars who are, you know, can be getting injured. You don't want that to happen on a Wednesday. It's not worth it. Let them rest. They don't. They don't need Wednesday, Thursday, Friday practice. Anymore, not anymore. No, not the especially a position like running back. Yeah, I like agree. you want to. You want them to get hit as as li- less as possible, unless it's in a game. Yeah, especially again, their their careers are being, you know, they're they're peaking earlier now. So it's like twenty six year old. He's almost at his peak. <laughs> he's almost, basically retired. He's, he's almost done, which is insane to say. All right, uh, let's go on to, um, although it's Wednesday as we record, uh, let's go on to some last-minute ad drops, uh, guys that you probably have the last chance to get on your roster for the season uh, before they're gone for good, before they have another good game or two, and people you know, in every league get the sense to add them to your, to your team. Uh, one of them for me, at least, even with Michael Gallup coming back, just because it's so quick, 
is Noah Brown, constantly the second uh, the second place uh, target leader for the Cowboys and yards. Um, I always get him and C.D. Lamb confused because they both have dreads and it's like eight, eight five and eight eight. They Cooper Rush looks for him all the time. Whatever reason they have a they have a connection, maybe from the practice squad or whatever. But he always looks for him and definitely worth a shot if you have a wide receiver that's often injured or or has been injured this week, like Keenan Allen or you know someone that's disappointing like Hunter Renfro. To, uh, to pick up for your squad, um, I'm not. I'm nodding very, very uh, vigorously. Uh, yeah, Noah Brown has to be picked up. Uh, I I don't care about Gallup. I mean, I think Gallup's gonna be could be fine, could be good, but we haven't really seen it in a while. I mean, we just kind of speculate on it based off his one season. Um, but this guy, I, I feel, I'm getting like Tavon Austin vibes from him. Uh, just one of those dudes that finally cracked the lineup and, you know, has over has over five catches, 50 yards in every game. And it just seems like they like – like he's going to be their number two receiver. It just seems like they like him no matter what quarterback's in. I mean, even without Cooper Rush, who's five for 68 with, uh, with Dak. So, I, I don't know. I think he's here to stay. Yeah, and, um, you know – the, the whole rapport with Cooper Rush does help. Um, and the fact that the Cowboys have won two straight games with Cooper Rush, um, if they can keep the you know the winning going, uh, there's no rush to bring Dak back either, right? Until he's fully healthy. And that just bodes well even more for, uh, for him to uh, feature in this offense. And like I said, we don't know what we're going to get from Gallup. Uh, coming back and the rapport he will have with Rush who knows like he might take a while to uh, you know get that rapport so yeah I, I, I agree Brian you got another guy that you were thinking of yeah I mean by now well not even by now because this is his first good game but he was drafted heavily uh, because of camp reports so hopefully he was dropped after the first couple weeks you have a chance it's uh, Romeo Dubes. I know that's not how you pronounce he pronounces it. it. <laughs> I don't care. Dubes is cooler. Um, yeah, they had to. I mean, even with... So, you know, Watkins was out and Watson was out. But Lazard was in and they tested him out as their wide receiver one. Uh, you got to think it's probably at the behest of Aaron Rodgers. I was like, look, I need this guy playing more. Um, at, at least I would th- like. Why else, right? Yeah. Uh, and he completely excelled. He caught all of his targets, had an over twenty point fantasy game, and everything after the game was the coach was like, "Well, played himself into the wide receiver one spot." So don't know what else to tell you. I mean, congratulations to you if you have him, and if he's on your waiver wire, or if you have a cost waiver, just spend a lot of money, because uh, you know. It might have took three weeks, but we were really looking to see who was going to be the guy in that offense. And um, he's the best, you know, shot you have of being that guy. It could not be him still. It could change once everyone's healthy, but everything pointed uh, pretty well into his direction. Well, all right. Well, as of recording this, look, we we know that your waivers have, I'm surely have surely passed, right? You're no one. Like we, we know. So I think it's more along the lines of 
I think trying if the, if you didn't get him on your waiver uh, priority is to make him a priority to try and get um, because like you mentioned uh, Watkins I think went on IR so he's gone for at least four weeks you don't have to worry about Randall Cobb Watson is whatever Lazard he wasn't he was never going to be the guy I don't think like this is a guy who uh, Dubes or Dobbs or whatever however you want to pronounce his name uh, is going to continue to be a part of this offense and I think progress further so if someone did get him or maybe he was already on a roster I think you go after him as a player because like I said waivers have already passed I actually spent $16 of a $100 fab budget on him and I'm very pleased that I got him but yeah I definitely go after him like because like I said unless you're in a weird league where uh uh, waivers don't uh, you know you don't you don't have waivers or it's just you know freestanding like we have in your league Brian where it's just like pick up whenever um, everything has already gone through but he's definitely a player to look to well, grab. We could have pretended that we beat the waivers when we were recording and just uploaded it late and just made people feel good about the decision they made. Like oh yeah I did do that I did spend heavily on on Dobbs Dubes and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't, Thanks. but then I, I didn't want to make it look like I, uh, I fell, I fell apart on my job, but for taking too long to upload it, you know, because that falls well, on, that falls on me. That that's falls on me. Taking so long to upload it. Well, <laughs> well, apparently it's not because I'm going to be uploading it tomorrow morning. <laughs> this is all a script Anthony is telling us to read on on Monday night as we're recording this. Um, yes. Because he's like, I don't have the time to upload it. I don't have the time. Yes. Yeah. So we we are yes yeah. Even though John said no, John did not say we're recording it uh, Wednesday. But either way, look. Yes, we're recording this Monday night, and we're not getting it out until fucking Thursday. That's just how we roll. We just, we just, we just take two days to actually wow. post videos. Production value. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other uh, last minute guys where this might be your last week to get them on your roster before people wise up? I mean, they're honestly the guy I got and I like, and I'm a, I'm slightly concerned because of the quarterback change that's going to happen this week. But uh, I know what you're saying. But Tyler Conklin. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. Holy shit, man! After week one, I'm like, ah, oh, this is whatever. I'm like, well, he scored a touchdown. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. And then week two, I'm like, oh shit, wait, he's still getting receptions. And week three, still getting a shit ton of targets. And I know it was Flacco, and we're getting most likely we're getting Wilson back for the Pittsburgh game, but. The way Pittsburgh's defense plays, they give up a lot to the tight end. Let's look at David Njoku last week, who scored a shit ton of points versus the um, the, the Steelers. And it's just way, the way the defense, like, not giving up the big plays, getting those plays over the middle, that could be a Conklin game. Like, again, we don't know what we're getting from Wilson. It could be a very shit game. It could be a very... You know, Elijah Moore game, maybe for the people who are hoping that Elijah Moore comes back to life with Wilson. But I am not going all in on Conklin, but in the state of the tight ends right now, with the the work that he's gotten over the three weeks, that is a player I want on my team. They call him Konkowski. Konkowski, there you go. It's worth a dart throw, right? For sure. Um, At this point with tight ends, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you might as well just throw darts at tight ends. Uh, I think the party's going to end with Wilson coming back. I, I hope could be not. wrong. I hope not. Um, but yeah, it's worth a dart throw. I have uh, in the three weeks in our in 
in my big league, 1.5 points for my starting tight ends in three weeks. Not not average overall. 1.5 points. Is that um? Did you have Cole Komet two of those weeks? I had Cole Komet the first week. <laughs> then I went to Albert O the second week. And that oh god. <laughs> and then I went to Logan Thomas the oh, third. Man. You almost who was who was getting a who was like ten points, thirteen points, and then he decided to get one catch the third week. You uh, you're like tight ends kryptonite. Yeah, so I'm going with Najoku this week. I know, I know, I understand Najoku had the best game of his career. What do you want from me? I'm trying something. You're just a man. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying something. So I'm going just Najoku a, this week. You're just a man looking for a tight end. I think mm-hmm. I think most of us are, unless we have Mark Andrews or Kelsey. Like most of us are looking for a tight end, mm, right? Alex Gardner's been pretty good too. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, he did get hurt though. That that uh that catch and run was fantastic. He had, um, yeah. but he did get injured in that game. I think he left. So who yeah. knows? Um, I have one more guy. Um, this also might be a uh, time sensitive one, just because Hunter Renfro is coming back. But Matt Collins has gotten a bunch of targets with Hunter Renfro out and he's extremely tall and really really fast he's like 6'4 like runs like the wind is that a slight uh, against Hunter Renfro that he's not tall hmm. well no he's very short but he's, no I know but you had to well, mention Hunter, that he's, the mention is very tall shifty I'm just saying you had, to, you, had to, you had to mention that he was very tall against well, Hunter I mean, Renfro yeah, I'm just saying like more prototypical receiver that would seem to get more targets or continue getting targets in an offense. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you're sizes, like you know, you're yeah. against. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a little worried about just too many mouths to feed, for not a prolific offense when Hunter Renfro comes back. But a Matt Collins-like player that I think everybody needs mm-hmm. to have is Zay Jones because there aren't that many weapons. Six, um, six red zone targets in three games. Yeah. He's getting a lot of red zone targets, a lot of target targets, um, and just definitely factoring into that offense. He's a clear number two wide receiver. And um, Trevor Joey Lawrence looks fantastic. Looking better this year as we said he was going to keep progressing. And now he's under a better leadership. He doesn't have Urban Meyer, which is insane. Oh, uh, yeah. I, was, I forgot to mention that that had to be one of the most surprising games, just the Jaguars completely destroying the Chargers in Los mm. Angeles, almost at San Diego. Sure. Yeah. And poor Chargers again, just to have their whole team decimated by injuries, yet again, every they, year. They lost, what, is it Lindsley? They lost Slater. They lost Bosa to IR. They mm-hmm. lost Allen for a game or two. They, I mean, they just keep, I mean, Herbert has torn rib cartilage, which sounds fucking terrible. Um, it, it's just, the, the Chargers just Oh man, mm. they, I don't even know what the, like. I don't even know. I feel so bad for them. They so Slater's seen, out for the year. Is Boza out for the year, or is he? Um, it's, it's at least a month. It is an IR. Um, they said most likely it's a six week uh, time frame for him. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, right before we move on, I just have one more, and you can listen to this one because you don't. He definitely didn't get picked up. And you can wait until next week's waiver wire because he's probably not even going to play. But um, Giants receiving core is atrocious, absolutely mm-hmm. atrocious. Uh, 
now Shepard's gone for the season. Not that Shepard even looked very good. Uh, they clearly just don't like Darius Tony as a person. Uh, Galladay is, I, I don't know if we're ever going to leave the bench after last game. It's a process of elimination that the guy they drafted with the second-round pick is going to get a lot of burn when he comes back, which is really hard to tell because he's had a slight knee injury now for three weeks. Um, but when I would jump on Wandell Robinson a week early and, and just think that he's going to be a heavily targeted fella. So just keep that name in, in your back pocket because the process of elimination, I, I just think he's going to be very heavily targeted. It's got to be him. I mean – there's not too many else at this point. And Kenny Galladay, man, what the biggest cap hit of a wide receiver, I believe, in the NFL right now. $21 million, I believe it is, for a player who has 22 receiving yards, I think. It sucks. It sucks for all parties because <laughs> he was always a jump ball receiver, and if you refuse to throw a jump ball, then there's no point in ever having him. Daniel Jones is a the type of quarterback that's just not going to throw a jump ball. And I don't think Dayball is the top type of offense that really does much of that. It's a very fast side-to-side type new style offense. Uh, now, well, there's not a lot of, of post-sideline, like long sideline throws like you get out of Matt Stafford. It's, it's down the middle type stuff. Yeah. Are we? Gonna, I mean, I have a guy. I don't know if we can talk about him later, but he's already again past waivers. So should we wait? To talk about someone, or are we gonna should I bring him up now? Might as well just bring him up now. You kind of sold him. All right. Well, I mean, I sold him. I've been talking about him for a while now, and it's fucking Dorch, my friends. It's fucking <laughs> Dorch. He was probably gone last week. You think, right? I I have him in a couple leagues. He was available uh, this week in one league. Um, he, I understand like Rondell Moore is like slated to possibly come back this week. He practiced in practiced in limited fashion today. Uh, Hollywood Brown's getting a ton of targets. Uh, at some point, DeAndre Hopkins will be back. What week seven? Um, AJ Green is as hurt. I don't think he's playing, but he has proven himself. Like, invaluable in that offense. Like, I just can't see him not getting targets going forward. He just looks really good. So, I think he's a player, especially in PPR, where you're going to get a lot of value because they're going to throw the ball a ton in that offense. And, uh, yeah, I just I just get him. Like, he's a guy I want, I want on my roster. Even when DeAndre Hopkins comes back, I think that 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 offense can support multiple receiving threats. Plus, his really name do. is really fun to say. Yeah, yelling Dorch is great. You gotta, you kind of have to say it, um, like you're, like you're a bully talking to a nerd, Dorch. Like you got, <laughs> it's like hard to say it not like that. I agree. I agree. I like it. But yeah, okay. So that's, that's I'm good. That's what I want. I just want to mention Dorch because one I like saying it, and two because he's really good. Okay. Yeah, agreed. All right. All agreed. Agreed. All right. Let's go into the games. Um, let's start with the Thursday night game, which is should be a good matchup. Bengals look like they got a bit of their mojo back against the lowly Jets, who just threw away all the goodwill that they had 
from their comeback win. Uh, but Dolphins at the Bengals. Uh, Tua, again, had the uh, very obvious questionable tag on Wednesday practice. Uh, but he was one of the most obvious, obviously concussed people I've ever seen in my life. They, they, and they kept him in the game. They called it a back injury. And I'm like, the way he collapsed, that's not a fucking back. That is a head and he was shaking it. I'm like, that that's fucked up. I, I did not know how he came back in that game. Insane. Yeah. I, you haven't seen something like that in years, ever since the NFL cracked down on concussions. And I think the NFLPA is kind of pissed at the Dolphins, obviously. That's, yeah. I've seen players get hit in the head, come up perfectly all right, and just be taken out of the game because that's concussion protocol now. But that is – I was I was watching that game and just completely shocked when he came back in. I was like, what the fuck is Tua doing back in? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I saw him leave, and I'm like, oh, he's gone for the game. That's it. And then Allison was like, I'm watching the game. She goes, Tua's in the game again. I'm like, wait, what? Like, how? Like – the dude could barely walk and stay. Someone had to walk. His teammate walked him off the fucking field. Yeah. And not only did he do the... So I guess the big televised moment was the the fall at the end. But right before the fall, as soon as he got up, there was the woos. There was the side to side. Side, yeah, period. exactly. And then he took a few steps and he fell straight down. So it's like two moments where it's, it's like... This, Sorry, that's not a fucking back tightening up. Like, I mean, in, in no universe is a side to side woos and then a, a straight fall of back tightening up. I mean, I think he was just trying to loosen it up by, you know, twisting side to side. Of course, and then of course. Just fall to the ground to try and crack it. That's that's how you do it. That's that's how they teach it in chiropractic school. Um, I um, I mean, good for him on being able to finish the game the way he did. I guess though, like, but. Shit, man, that's fucked up. Uh, yeah, but don't you think there's probably like a hundred other players who have been taken out for concussions who could do that? They're just not allowed to. No, I agree. That's like for you have to force him not to. Like that's the thing now at the NFL. Like you, you just have to force him not to do it. Yeah, I just just the way he like initially looked, the fact to be able to come back at that point and be like, "Well, I'm good," after like. Yeah, can't being able to stand. It's just it's... no. He's been great. Yeah. No, I'm not. This is nothing to do with him. Like everybody always talks about, I want my you know, quarterback to be, you know, hard nosed bastard who comes back in no matter what. So he's just, he's just doing what he tough thinks guy, he's supposed yeah. to, trying to play no matter what. Yeah. So it, nothing, nothing on him at all. So speaking of, wait, okay. So he's gonna. All right. So he's gonna play this week, right? Because like, yeah. they're not. He, he's not going through concussion protocol according to. Yeah. A, yeah, the Miami yeah. Dolphins, um, because there was no concussion apparently. Um, what do we think about him? Uh, three weeks in, just beat the best team in the NFL, uh, going against a team that's sort of played underneath their abilities. They beat the Jets, but they had some help. Bad tackling on that Tyler Boyd t- long touchdown. Terrible interception by Flacco. Like A lot of miscues by the Jets. What do we think about Tua in this game with Waddle looking fantastic and, you know, Tyreek Hill. We have two, like, looking like elite receivers. You can play that off that quarterback pretty much every time. And it's not like 
Chase Edmonds. I mean, I still don't know what to do with him. Like, he's still he's the main guy. He gets points, but it's like never off that many touches. All right. So, all right. So, here's here's a real scenario you may actually may have. Mahomes yeah. versus the Bucks, mm. or Tua versus the Bengals, because the Buccaneers have been a solid defense three games in. Yeah. Who are you playing, Tua or Mahomes? And and look, after the week one of Mahomes, which week one Mahomes is always amazing, we've seen all those people who were like, I think Tua's better without Tyreek Hill because he can spread the ball. Those idiots are just, they, they don't know what they're talking about. Like, they, they, wanted to, they wanted to make some, some, like, you know, crazy fucking exclamation hoping that it came true and look, they look smart. It's not smart. Like, losing Tyreek Hill is big. So sure, yeah, I still play Mahomes over Tua. I played him. I play. I don't ever sit Mahomes, no matter what offense. Like he had. I will say the last time he played the Bucks, he had the worst game of his career, and it was a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, his line's a little different from that, and the game plan's probably a little different now. And he had the worst fantasy game you're going to see him have, and he still scored 19 points. I mean, like. That was the first game in how many games where he didn't throw two touchdowns, and you're, he's still putting up 19. So I know. Yeah, I, I know we're like, oh, Mahomes a little down, but it's like, okay, nine, like, yeah, a little down, 19 points down, like not not that crazy. Okay, so other side, Brady or Tua? Tua, yeah. Okay. Tua. See now that that's a difference. Okay, so well, now Tua non, Tua non right now has two games under nineteen points. I mean, he got seventeen in the first game and thirteen last game. I know he didn't play the entire, but he didn't miss that much of the game. So let's say seventeen and seventeen to call a spade a spade. So you know, if you take the fifty point game out, I, two is good, and I think he's definitely an option. But the but Bills defense is even, the Bills defense yeah. is the best in the league, right? Or like up there for being the best in the league it's so yes yeah, bills so yeah bills bucks the Bengals aren't eagles maybe uh eh, maybe not the eagles eagles but, are very opportunistic i will say that yeah bills bucks saints uh i'm trying to think of best defenses against like opposing quarterbacks although you know bills have been known to also put up a lot of i mean look what patrick mahomes did against them last time he played him if we want to do that. Uh, so, uh, I just can't sit Mahomes for for Tua. That I, I know Tua's situation is much better. But I it, don't know. It, it 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 is. I think it's getting somewhat of a discussion. I mean, Tua is making himself look a little better this year, right? Like he has two standout wide receivers, a couple good running backs, not best, but you know between Edmonds and Mostert. Looking good. The the defense looks somewhat like opportunistic again. Like the the Eagles, they make big plays at certain times. So like, I don't know. I, I like to. Am I am I sitting him for Mahomes? No. Am I sitting him for Brady? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I probably am sitting him for Brady until Godwin comes back. Um, I don't like Brady until Godwin comes back. Brady needs that over the middle guy. Um. And also, if you have a chance to trade for Godwin, I, I would do that. I think he really needs Godwin. Um, but I would also trade yeah. for Fournette. I know you're not again. I know you're not uh, happy about that, but I would trade for Fournette. Ha. Yeah, I guess I'm a little less. I know you confident are. with the line on Fournette. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know, Tua I obviously had an amazing game, and I think he looks a lot better, and I'm happy for him, and he has great weapons, but he still has only one. Now, that one game over 20 points was a ridiculous game, but it's still just one uh, over 20 points. And we've seen many quarterbacks start with three games over 20 points. Uh, so, I, I don't know. It's not like he's not Jalen. He's not coming out like Jalen Hurts, who looks like he completely just took a step. Yeah, like, no, I, I agree. I, 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 agree. Watch two, I still watch two, and I'm like, oh, he can't make that throw. He also can't make that throw. But his weapons will bail him out of a lot of situations, um, which is good for a fantasy quarterback. Because it's fantasy. We don't care if he can't make every throw. If Hill could take a pass 80 yards or Waddle could take a pass 80 yards, it's big. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. But it's still let that still lends itself to having 15 point games sprinkled in. Somebody like Jalen Hurts, where we was another guy we were questioning. It's like, oh wow, okay, he's staying in the pocket more and passing intermediate throws, like. I have to make my apologies to Jalen Hurts. He's taken another another jump. He looks really good. So it's like that's a guy start over Mahomes, but not that you have both of them. No, but like no. that's a guy where you're starting no matter what the what defense they're playing. Like, yeah. Over anybody. Yeah, I think he's gonna make the Jaguars defense look silly this week. By the way, too. Like, but we, we can get into that. Hopefully, John has that on the, on the docket. Um, but all we'll right. See. So, <laughs> but. Two is not a bad play. Um, obviously, you're still you you can't trust the, the Miami running backs, right? Like we don't know. I mean, Edmonds had like touched like he had the first touchdown for a Miami running back this season, week three. Um, that uh, that running back situation can't be trusted. Jazeki fell back again. Um, it's mm-hmm. pretty much Waddle, Hill, and and Tua in. Maybe two quarterback leagues, or if you got an injured Dak Prescott, or yeah. you know you got. Brady. I, mean, I feel like you can also play. You can play Edmonds. He gets points. It's not like as a flex option because he gets points. He doesn't get a lot of touches, so it's not reliable. But he still right. does get points. So I'm gonna say, all right, you can't not play him, but it, I don't feel like happy about it. He's more of a flex play. Yeah, and then on the other side for the yeah, Bengals, like who is doing well in running back besides like a handful of guys? So that is true. There actually is like. The running back situation. I mean, they're like, like, like on the other side, Mixon, not doing great. Yeah. Samaj P. Ryan scoring touchdowns. That's, that's... Mixon, uh, Javante Williams, and Melvin Gordon. Uh, uh, Javante Williams. Kamara, uh, not, and whether they're not doing good or their situation's not good. Jonathan Taylor is, is doing Even decent. McCaffrey's not doing great. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, he has, uh, every game he has over 100 yards, but. Baker Mayfield doesn't throw the ball uh, in checkdown and stuff. Like Baker Mayfield scrambles because he thinks he's more athletic than he actually is, and then he fucking like throws the ball to his wide receiver three, who had been running around for 15 seconds it's and like, got open. It's like the best running back is one we really like, and that's fucking Nick Chubb. Yeah, yeah, Nick Chubb has been the right. most solid running back option so far to Nick start Chubb. the season. It's crazy, but like Najee Harris hasn't been great. Nobody on. Baltimore has stepped up. Eckler has been no good. Right? Eckler has like, been no good. Yeah, nobody on. Dallas has really stepped up besides last game. Uh, Swift has been injured. Derrick Henry uh, had a couple touchdowns, but, you know, like mediocre compared to what you're expecting. It's, yeah. like, it's been a I really mean, down here. You know been really good? John's boy, James Robinson. James Robinson, oh, yeah. yeah. Is, is he RB number? Is he the second overall running back? He's Maybe like, there's a running back that had, like, some 40-point game. He's like two or three. Yeah, he's like two or three. 
Yeah, he's got to be up there, right? I, I can't. I don't know who would be higher than him besides Chubb. Um, I mean, maybe Saquon Barkley. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Probably Barkley. Because yeah, of, because of, because of a really big game. Uh, but I mean, like, yeah, it's been really down. I mean, you know, players like James Conner haven't done anything. AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, yeah, had one good game each, and then a yeah, crappy game no. week three. You know, it it's everyone yeah, fucking no sucks. At RB right now. Everyone no sucks. Really flourishing. Uh, it's funny, but yeah. yeah. Um, but all right, on the on the the Cincinnati side, we have three wide receivers. We have Higgins, we have Chase, and we have Boyd. Boyd's looking a little better now than last year. Getting some more more plays. Like, what do we feel about him? Because obviously, look, you like Higgins, you like Chase, as long as they're playing. Do we feel anything about Boyd going forward? Yeah, flex option. I mean, you know, I I, I feel like that's like his going to be his spot for most of the season. Yeah, he's not. The problem is he's never going to get over five receptions. So you really have to hope one of them is a long touchdown or a touchdown. Which is crazy because like three years ago, like he was like the top possession receiver like in the yeah. league. Like, so no, I don't know. You, yeah, he's gonna have those twenty-point games sprinkled in, but he's an eight-point game guy usually. Like that's his. That's usually his thing. So it's he's like a to me he's a de- he's a good guy to have on your team, but a desperation um, flex yeah. for like five weeks. I agree. Oh man, Joe Mixon has averaged two point nine yards a carry this year. Um, not not Jeremy. looking good. Thirteen receptions, so not terrible. Jeremy Hill numbers right there. Those, oh my god! Uh, don't even don't even don't even do that. Don't Curse even do that, John. Don't like, even do that. Uh, Very upsetting. So, speaking of that, do you are you putting more stock in P Ryan, who's looked better, or I, I? I'm thinking Mixon writes the ship, and it, this is a early season lull just because we've seen him be really good, but. You can't totally ignore P. Ryan, right? You got to kind of look into him. Well, all right. So I, uh, I picked him up in the league. I have Mixon. So P. Uh, Ryan has six, as a handcuff. He has six receptions on the year compared to Mixon's thirteen. So it's like, you know, it's a you know half, but like he's done fifty-five yards with the six receptions, nine nine two yards per per catch, and then his rushing attempts is only eleven. So Mixon's still getting the lion's share of the carry with fifty-eight, but. P. Ryan on those 11 carries, you know, 53 yards, averaging 4.8 yards a carry. So, is he going to... He's been creeping into the red zone. So, he he is. He is definitely going to... You know, he has he has himself a touchdown. Um, but I still think Mixon... They're going to they're gonna force it to Mixon. Like, I don't think P. Ryan's ever going to be, like, taking it over. Like, but if Mixon goes down, I do like P. Ryan as, as a replacement for him, for sure. Like, he's worthy of a pickup and, and, and a start. In that in that situation, because there are running backs that like, oh, the starter gets hurt. Now he sucks. Like you're not playing him, right? Like, but P. Ryan is worthy of play. Sure. Um, as far as those wide receivers go, I, I'm gonna stick with what I was saying before. Uh, two weeks ago, I think T. Higgins is gonna score more points than Jamar Chase, uh, or at least be better on a week to week basis. Because Chase is gonna put up some forty point games that Higgins probably won't. Yeah, but. When they're both healthy, he just he just looks at Higgins so much. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think Higgins. I, I'm with you on the the week to week Higgins being a more you know level play than Chase. 
Which he did. also that should have been a touchdown. That was that was too nasty. One hundred percent. That should have been a touchdown. Just, I agree with you. The uh, you just got to give it to him, roll. Yep. Yeah. That I, I I had no clue that was a thing. His that his feet were pointed the wrong way, so so it doesn't count. Like a toe tap with your feet pointed the other way is. Uh, is it as an acceptable toe tap, but a toe tap with his feet pointed in nah. is not acceptable. It's stupid. Seems pretty arbitrary and dumb. <laughs> I've never seen a guy jump that high. He like jumped twice. He like jumped, and then when he was in the air, he kind of he went a little higher. It was kind of crazy. It was, was a great. It was a great catch. catch. It was yeah. a great catch. All right, let's go on to uh, our first international game of the year. Oh. In uh, jolly old London, London. Yeah, right. they're playing at uh, Tot- <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, whatever that's called. Uh, of course. Uh, oh, it's actually called Tot- it's actually called Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. <laughs> the Big Oval, as they call it over there. Uh, Vikings at the Saints. Saints without Jameis Winston. Did, why'd you say Are without? We... Why'd you say without Jameis Winston? Oh, is he out? No, he just missed practice. We don't know if he's out yet. Um, all right, I, I saw it at work. It was a scroll. It said it, James Winston out for the Saints. Must have been out of practice. Yeah, he was out um, of practice. If he doesn't play, are we trusting any of the Saints? Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't trust. But I mean, is 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 there? I trust him more with Dalton, to be honest. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you trust him less, like with Dalton? I mean, I feel like he can get the play yeah, the ball fair. just as well as Winston can. It's one on one a with the Saints, it's, especially Winston with a broken back, like a broken freaking back. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if this is true Winston or just Winston shouldn't be playing with a broken back. Uh, but I definitely don't bump anybody down if Winston's out. Kind of bump him up a little. Now it and sort of <laughs> it actually sort of sucks too because uh, what uh, Thomas is dealing with a toe injury now and Landry's dealing with an injury. Alave looks amazing. Hopefully that continues. Thirteen targets in back to back weeks. Ooh, he's looking fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, Thomas's isn't supposed to be serious, though. They keep saying if he misses time, it's gonna be a week. I hope not. I mean, I just want to see him play. He just he's missed so much time already. Um, but the the biggest thing about this offense, and so like you know, Dennis Allen being the Saints' defensive coordinator, now being their coach, Pete Carmichael being the offensive coordinator, um, never really running the plays, even though he's offensive coordinator. Sean Payton was always the play caller. Um, they are not passing the ball to fucking Kamara. Like they're like that is like his deal. Like catching passes out of the backfield. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Kamara not being involved in that offense is definitely their biggest hindrance. That you need like that is how you get other players open is by doing that offense where you run it through Kamara through the short passing plays and you get other players open. Like. I don't understand what they're doing here. He needs to catch more passes out of the backfield. That what is Kamara's all about. He's not just a downhill runner. He's not like a like a Derrick Henry where you just feed the ball thirty times to him and he's gonna run hundred and fifty yards. No, he's gonna catch fucking passes and he's gonna do his little fucking moves because he has a very good, you know, center of gravity and his balance is fantastic. Like, that's what you need for him. Like, that's what you need to be doing. So start fucking doing it because Kamara's amazing. So that's why I'm, yeah. I'm just ranting. Uh, no, I mean, McCaffrey's suffering from the same thing. They're not passing to him either. But at least he is a little more of a downfield runner, so he's still getting his 100 yards rushing. Um, but you're right. Like, 
you have these dual threats and you're just like neutering one side of them because I don't know your quarterback sucks. Can you drill it in their head to do this? Maybe I, I like make them do it. I don't but know. they were, they were designed plays for Kamara. Like, are we not having those designed plays anymore? I'm worried about it. With like again, Sean Payton yeah. not running the offense anymore. Like, True. is yeah. Carmichael running the offense, and is it not as strong as what Payton was running? You know? Saints might be more of a coaching thing, and um, and the the uh, what you call it. Panthers might be more of a quarterback thing. I just think, I think, uh, what's his name is a Mayfield is a is a star killer. I think he's an absolute star yeah. killer. Poor, I mean, I feel bad for McCaffrey, but at least he gets to rush it. Yeah. He's still going to get touchdowns if they ever make it into the red zone, which they didn't once last game. DJ Moore, um, but DJ Moore, yeah, you're fucked with them, dude. If you could get anything for him, could do it because. You're absolutely fucked. DJ Moore is kind of a possession guy too, and Mayfield just don't do possession guys. Your 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 mm-hmm. big hope is that Mayfield continues to suck real fucking big. Darnold comes back and they're like, "We're we keep losing. Just give the ball to because Darnold's not great. Is he better than Mayfield? Probably not. But at least he'll fucking get the ball to DJ Moore. <laughs> yeah, Darnold's definitely the better fantasy quarterback. Mayfield. I mean, he's a game manager, but his biggest issue is he just thinks he's athletic. He always scrambles. He gets out of the pocket so much, and he's not athletic. He's extraordinarily slow for an NFL quarterback. I mean, for just like an NFL athlete. Yeah. He was fast in college, and he's slow in the NFL. It's just like he every play seems to break down with Mayfield. Awful. All right. Well, let's get off it. Let's go. Back, let's go on the other, uh, the other side of that, the Minnesota side. Uh, Dalvin Cook. He like. He separated his shoulder, I believe, or dislocated his shoulder. Happens all the time, apparently, which is like, that probably doesn't seem good. But um, the Saints have a really good defense, uh, so I'm not a huge fan of either him or Madison this week, depending on who plays. Um, I know the Saints defense, passing-wise, is also good, but I think this they got to force-feed Justin Jefferson, right? Like, they forgot he existed last week. So dumb. Two games in a row. You're going. Yeah. You're going against Detroit. But Ooh. do you do you remember the last Alvin Cook separated shoulder game last year? He did it last year too, and he was questionable to play. And people were like, "Ah, oh, well, he's going to get a light workload even if he plays." And he exploded that game. Um, yeah, he he absolutely murdered. I think he got like forty something points. Because I remember not knowing if I should play him or not. And I just threw, I was like, fuck it, I got to play him. I got no other option. And I, I'm just hoping maybe he gets like 12, 14 points and he just went nuts. Hmm. So maybe he likes having a separation. Maybe shoulder. he does, I, I will say. But it, it's going to be tough. I mean, although the last time Kirk Cousins did play in uh, New, uh, New England, I was in, Jesus Christ, uh, London, he threw for like 400 and something yards and like four touchdowns or some shit. He like, he like lit it up in 2012. Like it was when he was with the uh, the Washington Redskins. Yes, they were called the Redskins back then, um, and he went absolutely nuts. So maybe this is what he needs after coming. Uh, you know, he came off the 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 primetime game, got his you know wits back about him in Detroit or playing versus Detroit, and then now maybe across the pond he's excited and maybe he'll have a good game. But uh, I don't. I don't have any faith in the, in the running back situation this week because it's first New Orleans and they have a good run defense. Uh, yeah, 
it's, it's a great defense. I, but but Justin Jefferson is a pure play. Dalvin. You don't have any options. You got you got to play Dalvin Cook. Well, yeah. I, all right. And if hopefully you have Madison, if if uh, Dalvin Cook decides not to play with the the shoulder, but uh, if I don't know, I think Cousins might not be a bad play. I know the Saints have a good defense, but I just I don't know something. In, nothing about it is telling me to play Cousins in London because of that last game he had. I don't know. Maybe ten years ago. Uh, it's like uh, the biz- the Bizarro. Um... Primetime version of Cousins. Yeah. He can't play primetime, but he can pay, play in um, morning time. Morning time. Well, he loves, he loves uh, bland food that they have in England. So it's like that. He's like, oh, yeah, this is good for my digestive system. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If it's a well. Give me just boiled potatoes with no seasoning on it, and I'll be happy. <laughs> so probably. Blood sausages or whatever they have over there. Yeah. Just side, side note. They really got to work on their names for food over there. I mean, there kidney is... pie, blood sausage. Like, what the fuck is that shit? Well, there is actually like, I think it is blood sausage. Like, like it actually is. Yeah, that. yeah. But I don't know if they can work on the name. I don't know if they can work on the name. They just work on not getting that sausage to you because that's gross. It sounds gross. Never eaten it. I can't. I can't really speak to it. Um, but my biggest takeaway is I'm getting worried about Kamara. Just fucking get him in the passing game. That is the biggest fucking thing. You need to do for this running back. Get him in the fucking passing game. All right. Uh, this game, if you had, say, both Michael Thomas and Chris Olave, who are you going with? Olave. Based on yeah. usage and possible injury. I'd probably play them both, though. Oh, if I had both, yeah. Oh, if, oh, if I had spots for both, yeah, I'd play them both. Well, say your other, your other two receivers were Waddle and Jefferson. Is this a is this is this a, a hypothetical? Yeah, so like hypothetically, your roster was like Jefferson, Waddle, Michael mm-hmm. Thomas, Leonard Fournette, Kareem Hunt, Damian Pierce. Sure. And then yeah, you have Olave on your bench and Dorch on your bench, obviously. Yeah, I understand that. I'm, I'm hypothetically gonna in this in this very, uh, you know, unreal situation, probably gonna <laughs> out of all those guys pick Olave. I don't know. I think I'd. Uh, I think I'd. I don't know. I think I'd play Pierce and Dorch. Just go for it. Well, Dorch. I mean, listen, Pierce. Like honestly, Pierce is like he's hitting his stride finally the past two weeks. Although he is playing the Chargers this week, so I don't. I don't know if. Yeah, uh, it's for sure. I don't uh, know if that's a play this week, but we'll see. I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate sitting Thomas just because he's such a big red zone threat in that offense. He kind of is reminding me of like. Uh, Mike Evans this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and he's got. I mean, look, his toe might be bad, but he has great hands. He's always had great hands. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, this, I like... gonna be a, a, this is going to be a, a tinker, and also it's going to suck because I'm definitely going to forget that this game's at nine thirty on a Sunday, uh, like nine o'clock. And you have a wedding the, the night before, don't you? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. So you better fucking be ready to roll. Um, I know I'm going to forget. But uh, and I, I'm not gonna forget because I my dog wakes my ass up at like six in the morning. But I'm just gonna have to make some fucking moves early, for sure. But anyway, I'm excited. Mimosas on Sunday. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it nice for the for the London game. I'm excited. I finally get a Giants London game. Who are they playing this year in London? Packers. Nice, nice. Yeah. I'm also excited they're playing in. Uh, I think there's a game in Munich this year. I think the I think the Buccaneers are playing in Munich. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, 
keep expanding. Why not? Why the fuck not? Just yeah, as long it. as they could turn the power on over there in good old motherland Germany, there then why not? There you go. I like it. All right. John. Not, yeah, big, big energy issues. Sorry. Well, not a political podcast. Not a or not a geopolitical podcast. I was just rolling with it. I had no idea what you meant by that because I don't I don't really follow shit like that. But I was just, I was just rolling. I'm like, yeah, yeah, turn the lights on. Sure, keep the lights on. Um. Anyway, John, what's our next game? All right. Uh, obviously, since I pick all the good games, what is what, yeah, Jaguars? Jaguars at the Eagles. I was gonna say what 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 uh what do you have invested in this game on your rosters? Yeah, Jaguars at Eagles. Um, obviously, Eagles. How can I give you advice? <laughs> Jaguar. Uh, both. Um. I guess the Eagles not that surprising because a lot of people had them ranked very highly. Jaguars very surprising. Their offense looks great. Christian Kirk is looking like he's worth maybe not all the seventy-two mil, but like pretty close to it. Getting a lot of targets every week. James Robinson, my boy, going off every week. Etn still trying to find his feet. No, what a that is like one of my biggest like like fails this year is wanting to have Etn on all my teams. Thinking he could be an RB two, and he probably could be, but James Robinson is just really good. I know, I know. Underestimate him every year. We don't draft him in fantasy. Every year he gets underestimated. Every year he's like, I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm I'm a good running back. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to keep doing this to you, fantasy owners. And you're trying to pick the guy who's going to be my replacement, and then all of a sudden he just doesn't replace me. But then why, as the Jaguars organization, do you draft ETN? When you know you have such a good dream. Jaguars do anything. It's just, it's just, it's just baffling when you have. I mean, I knew, we knew James Robinson was good two years ago, right? And then they they were like, oh, he's really good. Let's draft Travis Etienne. And then they're like, oh, he's gonna be our starting running back. Oh shit, he got fucking hurt. Okay, all right. James Robinson, one more year, and uh, Etienne, you'll be ready for next year. Preseason rolls around. Oh, he looks really good running and in the passing game. Well, the, and James Robinson's coming off a big injury, so he's not going to play for a while. Etienne's the guy. Nope, James Robinson, fucking perfect week one. Etienne, just fucking well, to the back. At least our team is probably better or just as good with James Robinson. Yeah, it's not like a Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams situation where you're like, yeah, Javante, seven yards, seven yards, seven yards. Melvin Gordon fumble on the goal line. Let's do it all over again. Whatever. We're just going to keep doing that. I, and I've defended Melvin Gordon in the past, but he just doesn't look great this year. Um, <laughs> Melvin Gordon. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that one. At least this one, it's like, I can't hate it too much if I'm an ETN owner because James Robinson is just, is just good. So it's like, what are, what you just want the team to not play their good running back? Like, I don't understand. No, but as an ETN owner, yes, I do want them to play a not good running back. As a, <laughs> as a football fan, I'm excited because I do like James Robinson. I do want to see Jacksonville uh, succeed. Um, they should. They they were very close to being three and zero. It was a, it was an amazing catch by Jahan Dotson in week one. That touchdown. Yeah. That sort of, you know, they took the lead and that was it. Uh, they could be three and zero at this point. They lost to the fucking Commanders. Like, all right. So you're you're okay with this with like just being a fantasy owner that suspends all disbelief. Like I don't care. I don't care what the world is showing. The football world is showing. It doesn't matter. I need my fantasy team to do well. Like James Robinson still shouldn't start, even if he's better. No, I'm just upset about it. Like I, okay. I agree that James Robinson should be the guy, but I'm not happy. I, I want the guy who I want, who I dread to to do well too. But I get it. I understand, and I like James okay. Robinson. So, you know, good for him. If it was David Montgomery, I wouldn't be happy. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm saying that. Uh, no, not at all. I, I would just, I wouldn't believe what my eyes were, were seeing. <laughs> I would just think, this is made up. This doesn't <laughs> seem right. Um, I'd start Trevor Lawrence over Tua. This week, right. you would. So, yeah, this, this was my next question. Do you, obviously, the Jags' offense has looked really good. Maybe the Chargers' defense is not as good as everyone thought they would. Um, but would you roll with them against the Eagles' defense? That looks like they just, like, once they get a little bit of momentum, especially at home, they just kind of take over the game and just kind of shut it down. They well, look like they were well, shut. They allow garbage. They illegal, the Eagles jump out to giant first-half leads where their defense shuts out the other team. And then they allow all the garbage points they want. They're like, we love fantasy football. Come <laughs> Like, get your garbage time points. Would Come you like some yards? Yeah, everybody feed. Let's go, baby. We're we're the team of the people. But I, so yeah, I like it. But I will say the the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the last two weeks after giving up like a shit ton of points to Detroit, like I don't know what they were doing. Um, and Detroit's actually I should say Detroit's offense looks really good. Um, yeah. But the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles defense looks like they were like shot out of a fucking cannon, like versus Minnesota and versus the Commanders. Every fucking play. Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz looked like they were under siege. Like, it was fucking ridiculous. And I think Lawrence, for that first half at least, is going to be under duress. He's going to throw some bad passes. If you have the Philadelphia Eagles defense and you are worried because Jacksonville is considered, like, the worst offense to play against based on their points scored, um, don't fucking worry. Play the Philadelphia Eagles defense because they are going to get at it. They may be the best fantasy defense this league. Uh, this year. While I while I agree with your points, I'm going to offer counterpoints. One, Kirk Cousins on Monday night. That's just like yeah, okay, oil fine, and water. Fine, they fine, they fine, don't fine, go fine. together. Scrap. Two, Carson Wentz is just one of my least favorite quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> That's my and, counterpoint. My least favorite quarterback. He he always, he runs into sacks all the time and runs into trouble. And. Uh, yeah, so it's basically Kirk Cousins and Carson wants to write counterpoints. I mean, look, they are fair, fair counterpoints. I will say. And, and maybe I thought little Carson Wentz moved the ball a little more in the second half than he actually did. I, I, I feel like I was just watching that game on Red Zone and they were popping up at the end. No, they really weren't. Like they, they did only down. score eight points. Yeah, I'm saying like I think Philly's defense is is going to hit a stride, and at home, Jacksonville is gonna. They're gonna feel some pain. They're gonna feel some pain. Will they get some? Feel will, the boom. Will they get some some garbage time? Maybe, but I think, you know, gun to my head, gun to my dick, as we as we would normally say, I'm taking two over at Lawrence this week. Um, yeah, gun to my dick. I don't know how to feel about that. I can't really. Yeah. The gun to my dick. Gun to my head. Different story. So can't really think you have to pick yeah i mean at that point you have to you pick think with one head or the other yeah um so yeah so if you're the jack i mean if you have jacks players you're rolling with them like zay jones probably not this week but the the three big guys for jacksonville you can feel comfortable with the the three big guys you're talking robinson kirk and lawrence yeah i mean kirk yeah and lawrence uh, kirk and robinson for sure i mean just i don't know i mean I mean, who you? I mean, are you playing Lawrence over over Brady? 
This week, uh, yeah, I mean, if all the receivers are still out, probably. Are you playing Lawrence over Kirk Cousins? Uh, once you told me that London set, I'm kind of thinking Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> are you playing Lawrence over Russell Wilson? Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. How sad is or, that? How sad is that for Russell Wilson? Or Russell. Man. I mean, ever since I watched the video of him uh, practicing uh, doing the high fives coming out of the tunnel, uh, uh, I, I just, I'm embarrassed for him. That's that's embarrassing. That's a very yeah. embarrassing thing. To, to... The people have turned on him fast. Uh, yeah. And he signed that big fucking contract before even playing the fucking first game, right? And he looked like shit. He's looked like I mean that offense looked like shit. Cortland Sutton, thankfully, is putting up some decent numbers, like halfway decent, I should say. But wow, um, I think I'd still play Russell Wilson this week over Lawrence. One more week versus Las Vegas, who's been giving up some points. Hey man, you do you? Yeah, they have been. Good. They're the only zero and three team in the league, too. By the way, just. Just for reference, that sort of sucks. Considering they were one of, you know, the darlings. McDan- man, McDaniel's. I just... <laughs> he can't you know, get it right. Is this like? Is this the bad QB? I mean, bad coach off. Because oh. McDaniel's is the worst coach in the NFL. He's the worst coach I've ever seen in my, uh, what like I guess probably fifteen years of watching the NFL. Wait, he's the worst coach of your. He's really, really? he's the yeah. worst. It didn't take long. It didn't take long. He's the worst coach I've ever seen. Wow. Over Adam Gase? Yes. Mm. Wow. Yeah, he's I know John. See, John's John's thinking that one over. Mm. Anthony, he can't do one thing right. I know. He doesn't yeah, know how true. to do a thing. He doesn't know how to use his timeouts. He doesn't know clock management. He doesn't know how to pick a play. He doesn't know whether to go for on third down or or on fourth down or not. To the point where he gets delays of game every fourth down, every fourth and short, it's just a delay of game because he he's like brain breaks, and he had to bring a special person in to like whisper in his ear whether or not to go for it. What kind of like head coach are you? Like so, the crowd like, is the crowd is chanting the uh, the play yeah. clock, so you don't he, get penalties. He's such a good offensive coordinator, though, or like has yeah no... to, for an offense that has a shit ton of weapons. That's one of the worst in the league right now. No no, yeah. no, 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 no. Adam Gase won some games with Sam Darnold. What I meant to say was, like, he's a good offensive coordinator, like, not a good head coach. Is he, though? Is he, or is he just another guy I mean, maybe. shined under Belichick. Aaron Rodgers? Oh, Belichick. Wasn't he? No, he was with Aaron Rodgers last. Josh, Josh McDaniels was with Belichick for years. No, I'm talking about... I'm talking about Hackett. Hackett. Oh, Hackett. Oh, I thought you were talking about fucking McDaniels. I think McDaniels no, was the worst. No, oh, McDaniels, oh, oh, least, oh, shit. At least they're having... I think they're putting some good games together. Las Vegas having broke right. And yeah, McDaniels is not a good quarterback. Not a good... Uh, oh, coach. my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I don't think bad. McDaniels is good, but McDaniels isn't historically bad. Well, that's McDaniels why I, that's why I was like... Oh, I was man. shocked that you were saying McDaniel's was the worst. Oh no, no no no! Brian Hackett is the worst coach I've ever seen. And if I was <laughs> if I was a manager, I would have fired him after game one. I would have fired him again after game two. I definitely would have fired him after game three. I just keep firing him. Um, so just I don't know what they're doing in Denver. Firing and rehiring him. It's a fucking joke, dude. That guy can't. There's often times where we're like, this is a lot harder job than you think. You can't just come up and do it. 
100% confident I could do a better job. Just just standing there and, and just saying, yeah, go for it uh, in the beginning of the play clock, I'm already doing a better job. And But the problem is, too, is and I know that, look, they're not they're not pretty, um, but they're 2-1. They're and one. So it's like it's tough to be like, I know, I know, like he sucks. Like, like with Russell Wilson, a guy who is historically, historically in the beginning of seasons just fucking aired out fucking nailing putting up 30 points a game they 16 16 11 like but two and one yeah i mean they won an 11 to 10 game um 16 to 9 versus san francisco but that doesn't i don't know what happened to their offense well jimmy g look you're give him one game give jimmy g one game exactly you're getting a jimmy g that wasn't given the playbook then, yeah, they beat Houston by only scoring 16 points, and they lost to Seattle. So they've had a, a totally putrid schedule if we're giving San Francisco the day off on that game. Um, but there's a good chance they could be 3-1 and one at the end of this weekend. Like, the way sure. that, I'm just I, saying, it sucks. I still fire them. <laughs> <laughs> Record be damned. This is like... I. So I, I watch that game, and I can't believe what I'm seeing. I like, mean, what is this guy doing? I mean, look, he gets Las Vegas 0-3. He gets Indianapolis 1-2, won a cardiac game versus the fucking Chiefs. Fantastic in their you know, home opener. Good for them. They get a, a Chargers team who's decimated with injuries. They get the Jets. They get the Jaguars who are playing above their heads. They get Tennessee who's playing underwhelming uh, offense. They get the Raiders again. Carolina. At that point, they could have fucking eight wins. <laughs> it could be fucking eight wins and scoring fifteen points a game. <laughs> I I I don't know. At some point, you gotta trust your eye. He's just he's just miserable. Maybe he gets better, but I, I've never seen a start like this. This is as bad as it gets. It well, can only really go up. Yeah, that's true. You can only go up. I so mean, there, there you go. no, you can't only go up. You can just stay where you are and really shit the bed continuously. Yeah. So. As long as he makes fourth down decisions, that's going up. But I agree. Um, he's absolutely turned Russell Wilson into like nothing, it feels like. Just really bad. And he also like is like refuses to run it at the goal line. Another weird quirk of his system. Like there's no running at the goal line. It's all... It's all passing. And uh, Javante Williams, by the way, averages almost a yard more per carry than Melvin Gordon, but they have almost the same amount of attempts. Just, just in case anyone cared, just, just throwing, listen, just throwing. Listen, Melvin, out there. Melvin Gordon almost sabotaged Austin Eckler. <laughs> he's, he's there with the Javante Williams. With that being said, I'm still by low on all their guys. Like, I still would grab Judy from somebody who's feeling happy feet. Sutton has looked great, so you can't really grab him low. And I'd yeah. still grab low on Javante Williams, so I don't even know what it is. I, I still think there's so much potential there, but... There is potential there, you're right. There's a bad coach. There's a lot of talent, but yeah, you're right. The head coach is just... At this point. He's a, he's a soul sucker. How do we get to them? What, what are we... Uh, what are we... Uh... <laughs> uh, the Eagles, obviously. <laughs> Eagles in Jacksonville. Okay, yeah, we we mentioned it, right? Eagles, you fucking look, Miles Sanders, the man. I, I'm Finally. I'm still fucking. I'm all over the Miles Sanders fucking bandwagon at this point. 
I'm I doing mean, first, off, first off, you say that, like... No, I love Miles Sanders, but what do you mean you're all in on his bandwagon? Like, uh, I shouldn't say bandwagon. I mean, like, I'm excited. I think he's continuing to get more... Like, there's more positivity for him, right? Like The vibes are just better. He has more attempts than Jalen Hurts, rushing. Game. Yeah, but he still has game. had one decent, one good game and two lackluster games. I know, but Gainwell, Gain, Gainwell and Boston Scott have 20 total rushing attempts together. Miles Sanders has 45. He You're right. He is getting 15-plus rushing attempts, he's, which is very nice. He's still doing it's his an improvement. 4.9 yards per carry because, as we know, Miles Sanders is a 5 yards per carry guy. Kenneth Gainwell's 3.3. Boston Scott's 2.9. Not doing their part, right? The only thing that worries me is that Sanders is not getting the receptions. He only has six receptions over the first three games. He's caught all of his targets, but only for 13 yards. It's awful. Like, that needs to change. But I do like the fact that he's getting the majority of the rushing attempts from the running backs. It's it's less, uh, let's take him out, you know, at the end of the game. And they just keeping him in there. The problem is you have Jalen Hurts, who is going to have the majority of the rushing touchdowns in the year. But I just I I'm trying to see some upside here, you know, trying to get some upside from Miles Sanders and like like you know the the I'm just trying to see some like lightness, like some 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 something something bright from Miles Sanders and the fact that he's 45 rushing attempts in three games. I'll take yeah. It. The attempt is very nice. You're right. I, I jumped the gun. The attempt is nice. It's just the touchdowns. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt with Jalen Hurts. That's It wasn't a pun. Um, but, yeah. I, my, like, I, I'd play Miles Sanders as a flex. Would you rather Miles Sanders? We, we mentioned it before. Miles Sanders was a flex. We talked about shit. I had him, and you were like, yeah, I'll play him as a flex. Uh, Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds or Miles Sanders? Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. Yeah, I play Miles Sanders. I, I agree. So there you go. So if you had a choice between flex players, I'd play Miles Sanders over 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 them. I play over any other Buffalo running back. I don't care what Devin Singletary did this week. Throw that shit out. That shit ain't happening again. Um, yeah. You can't trust a Buffalo running back, right? You can't fucking trust a Buffalo running back. Um, yeah. You can't roller skate in a Buffalo den. Nope. I don't know what that means, but can't do it. It's a, it's a song. It's an old song. Okay. I'm going to agree with then. Uh, but yeah, so... And Devonta Smith looks good again. They're throwing the ball. So hopefully that continues. You have a lot of weapons. Godair, Smith, Brown, Sanders, Hurts, defense. Looks good in Philadelphia right now. Yep. All right. Uh, next game, let's go on to the possibly hurricane-affected Chiefs at Bucks. I uh, already talked about Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes a little bit. Um, moving to Minnesota. Yes. It is, it, is it, that's like guaranteed it was moving to Minnesota? Nah, it's, it's pretty likely. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it makes sense. Indoors, doesn't try to fuck up anything. Minnesota's. So I kind of like it indoors. Probably not, you know, not a lot of crazy fans because, I mean, that's pretty far for both teams. Stop. I like the offenses in this game a lot just because the defense is going to have a hard time getting up. It's going to seem like a scrimmage. Offense is going to air it out. How far is Kansas City from Minnesota? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, Minneapolis, right? It's 
As I, the crow flies, or like? I mean, I yeah, the crow flies. Eight hour no. drive. Yeah, probably. I could definitely see some crazy Chiefs fans driving to Minneapolis to get to that game. More so than Tampa Bay fans, because there were really no Tampa Bay fans until they got good again. Yeah, get get their asses. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, this is, you know, last week was all about the goat versus the boat, which they were calling. That was really dumb. I hated that. Um, turned out to be uh, Brady was mediocre and Rodgers had two touchdowns and was also okay. You know, they, they had their moments but you know Mahomes is going to do his thing like I said 19 points on a really shitty day can probably end up with 19 20 points fantasy wise I still don't trust any of his receivers besides Kelsey uh, do not trust any running back this week versus Tampa Bay's run defense so it's pretty much Mahomes and Kelsey on that side and on Tampa Bay it's Fournette and which wide receiver and Evans Right, Evans is coming back after the one game suspension. So yeah, can't trust Julio Jones. He has like a partially torn PCL. And they're like, oh, he's gonna play this week. That's great. He's just gonna yeah. injure it and be gone. And uh, I'm not trusting anyone else besides Fournette and Evans. And yeah, then, it turns out like when we were saying, I'll grab all of the Saints receivers. I mean, all of the Kansas City receivers um, because a couple of them are gonna pop. It turns out uh, it was more grab none of the. Kansas City receivers because it's just going to be the worst uh, carousel ever. You have no idea what's going to happen there, and yeah, I, I just like anyone who's like, oh, how how could you let Juju Smith Schuster drop so far? Yeah, this is why. Yeah, this is yeah, exactly sure. why. Yeah, I, I like was low. I was really low on Smith 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 Schuster, and then I started kind of getting on myself for being so low. And I was like, nah, it's pretty accurate. Uh, but he hasn't been bad. Like, he, he had one bad game and two mediocre and two above average games. So, whatever. It's not like he's, I can't pick on him too much. No, but it's no. just like he wasn't going to be the next Tyreek Hill. Like, who were expecting him to be, like, a wide receiver, too? And I'm like, that's not, it's not, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was pretty much all about that game. <laughs> Hit it everything. Pretty straightforward. And then uh, our final game for this week is the Bills at the Ravens. Uh, probably the two best young quarterbacks in the league. Josh Allen, just a man beast, and Lamar Jackson's got more touchdowns than like half the league somehow. Actually, I don't know how that's possible. Leading in a bunch of categories. Is Crazy. He, is he like yeah. the leading rusher too? Like, cause... Yeah. He might be, yeah. <laughs> He's definitely the lead MVP right now. He always starts the season this way, but not this good. No, it's it's way better than normal. He's yeah. number he's number five in rushing, by the way. He actually's tied for fifth with Christian McCaffrey for two hundred and forty three yards. But he's also hmm. averaging nine point three yards per carry, inflated by a seventy nine yard rushing touchdown. Or whatever that it was close to nine seventy nine yards. But sorry. I digress. Just had to bring that up. Um, okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, go. So go uh, um, for the Ravens, I mean, this is mainly for the Ravens side because I feel like those guys you're playing, uh, you're desperate Singletary. I guess I don't know, but for the Ravens side, uh, I don't know. Bateman kind yeah. of had his, had his first down game. How are we feeling about him against the Bills? Like, 
Andrews. Yeah, I was gonna say, is he still a must start? No, I mean he's I got he's so. got he's got big playability for sure, and the Buffalo Bills keep losing corners, right? Then they just lose um, who did they just lose for the year? Shit, they lost. lost. I, I mean they, oh. they had like four guys out versus the Dolphins. I they know. did. Uh, where was last week? They lost. Uh, Hyde's gone for the year, right? Micah Hyde's gone for the year. Yeah. So, like, it's safety. Sorry, not not corner. My apologies. Um, you know, I I just I think there's possibilities for Bateman to catch one and go long. That's that's what he is, right? Like, really good, fast receiver. So I'm gonna you know you know what I need I need Duvernay to stop stealing all of Bateman's fucking red zone targets. <laughs> <laughs> Duvernay is grabbing some some targets, but uh, look, Duvernay is a good like deep like 12 14 team flex player like if you have multiple flex spots open that's where Duvernay is good Bateman I I, I think is, is a little higher than that he has that ability and he's shown it um, and they're gonna throw the ball a ton in this game I don't think they trust their running backs Dobbins is you could tell is just they're not they're gonna slowly bring him up into the into the mix they weren't rushing him back and Drake and Mike Davis are not good. Yeah, so. I don't play Dobbins this week. I have a fucked up uh, choice between Dobbins or Acres, and I'm I'm gonna go Acres just because he did pretty look pretty good. Um, San Francisco has not been as dominant of a defense as as like we thought. They've been good, just not dominant. Um, and he's getting red zone carries again, so. That's what I think of Dobbins currently in this game. Brighter, brighter days ahead, though. I do think there are definitely brighter days ahead. Yeah, just not versus Buffalo. I mean, what do they got next week for Cincy? I'd probably play him then. I think yeah, that would be a sure. game. But Coming out party. But I, I, I think Jackson, Bateman, and Andrews are your players from uh, the Ravens and on the Buffalo side. Um, I think in the same vein of like a Duvernay, that area, I, I do, and I know people are – uh, I keep saying it. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie. Um, he has obviously taken over the slot position. It was people thought when they got Jamison Crowder that he might be that slot guy, but it's Isaiah McKenzie. And he's taking it and run with it. Two touchdowns in three games. A uh, ton of targets last week. Josh Allen threw like 60 fucking passes, 60 plus passes last week or some shit. Yeah, like ridiculous. Like if they, they, they don't run the ball. They do mm-hmm. not run the ball at all. So you're constantly going to get Josh Allen throwing 45, 50-plus passes a game. Um, he's throwing 132 passes in three games. They've ran the ball 72 times, 19 of those being Josh Allen. <laughs> like, they do not fucking run the ball. They pass it. So They're better when they do run the ball, too. I mean, yeah, they should run the ball a little more. They have three decent running backs in Singletary, Moss, and Cook. So it's like, run the ball. But they're not going to. So, I like Isaiah McKenzie. 15 targets in three games, 11 receptions. Decent out of the slot. So, I like him. And everyone, of course, likes Gabe Davis. So, people are going to play him regardless of what I say. And Stefan Diggs is possibly the best receiver in the game. Like... So, that's my take. Okay. No, that was no. all good takes. I got nothing to add to it besides your 
to retort against your hate against Gabe Davis, but that's your agenda, and uh, you can deal with it. I'm going to die on that want. fucking hill. I'm going to die on the hill, and I keep saying Isaiah McKenzie greater than Gabe Davis. No one's going to listen to me. All right. Well, <laughs> that was our final game of the week, and now it is time for our uh, most famous and most uh, easily prepared for segment of the week. It's the Boys of the Week. I was almost ready. I was almost ready. All right. So uh, last week I won. Well, how did Brian do last week? Probably uh, he got last place. Yeah. I should have submitted. I should have <laughs> submitted boys. I don't know why he didn't submit some boys. I don't know. It was Tennessee. Too busy, too busy partying, too partying it up at a bachelor party. Yeah, I would have just submitted some like uh, University of Tennessee players because that seems to be all I care about down there. <laughs> all right, so my first boy of the week will be. Uh, let's go with Naheem Hines versus Tennessee. Uh, Jonathan Taylor seems to be a little bit banged up. Naheem's king. Looks like he's in line to get more touches. And he uh, did pretty decent last week. So let's go with like six catches for 48 yards, five carries for 30 yards and a touchdown. Okay. Um, I, you know what sucks is uh, we didn't really mention because we didn't really talk about him, but how Matt Ryan looks like shit, right? Mm. Like, I mean, they came back and won, but yeah. I agree. Yeah, you win, you win, but still like shit, man. It, 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 not he good. looks old. He, look, he doesn't look good anymore. Um,. I'm going my first boy. I'm actually just going to talk about the boy I just did last. We just talked about recently. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie, baby. Had nine targets and seven receptions last week. Scored his second touchdown. Ravens, they give up a lot of points. So I can see the, the usage continue to happen. Josh Allen throwing another 45 times this game. Getting another probably seven or eight targets. Maybe pulling one in for a uh, touchdown, but I still like to see him catching like five or six passes for like 60 or 70 yards. Um, hope for the touchdown. But in a, in PPR leagues, you know, that's a solid, you know, 12, 13 points for Isaiah McKenzie. Good flex player. All right. Now tell me if I'm overstepping uh, my boy bounds since he was a high draft pick, but he also hasn't performed at all this season, so he's probably back on the bench. Oh, no. Is he boy territory now? I'm gonna go ETN. Oh, I mean, look, yeah, look, he is a uh, he, he. Yeah, he's like a guy who's like like one of those guys, and they like in the cartoons they got transformed, and the jersey's too big on them, and that yeah, you know, they, yeah, they yeah, can't sure. fit. Space Jam. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, yeah, for sure. So you know, against the Eagles, I could just see them playing from behind and having to switch the game plan up a little. They have mostly played from ahead this season. And I could see him uh, getting a good game script uh, as the passing down running back and just uh, racking up six, seven receptions for like 40, yard, 40, 50 yards and another 40 on the ground. I hope so. I really hope so. All right. Uh, let's see. My second boy we will be someone that I mentioned before earlier. That's going to be Noah Brown versus mm-hmm. Washington. Not a great defense. You're going to get a lot of targets. Maybe not the most explosive, but we'll get a lot of targets. So I'm going, um, let's go eight targets, six catches for 73 yards. 
very specific. I guess somebody had their eye on him. <laughs> yep. I do miss that. I do miss that in those stupid drafts. Um, all right, my second boy is going to be Richie James from the Giants. Uh, yeah, everyone's hurt. Or or yeah. everyone's hurt or Kenny Galladay. Like, those are your options. Yeah. Hurt or Galladay. Um, he has... In, in his first three games this season, he has six, six, and five reception uh, targets, I should say. Uh, not getting a ton of yards, but still getting a lot of looks. And they really they really don't have anyone else to throw to. You know, now Shepard is out yeah. for the year. Uh, Hurt. He, um, what, Slayton hasn't seen a reception all season. Kadarius Tony has been hurt and just Hurt. not targeted. Wondell Robinson, what, hurt, not playing. Hurt. Uh, right. Kenny Galladay is Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay. And, yeah, someone has someone has to catch passes, Richie James. Yeah, I mean, Richie James will, this week, will be starting opposite of USC quarterback recruit who never made the, who got, who, like, wasn't, there was all that weird shit with him, David Sills. Oh, shit. Wow. That's going to be hilarious. I yeah, that's their, that's their wide receiver, too, currently. Well, there you go. So it's gonna be Richie James or Sills, and I'm going Richie yeah. James catching five five more passes this week for 50 yards, and maybe he'll find the end zone versus the fucking Bears, which who are who are two and one as well. This side note: this might be one of the worst football games of the season. <laughs> this gonna be this gonna be a slobber knocker. By the I way, hate, I, I am I am beer grateful beer. that the Giants defense couldn't do shit against the Cowboys, so I did not have to chug a beer this week. Just saying. It just helped me out. So No, that's true. And um I'm grateful to have beat you with the third lowest points. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? My team my team <laughs> has better days coming. Alright, I am um I'm gonna stick with that game. Look, I wanted to pick a Jet, but Garrett Wilson's not a boy anymore. No. He's he's a yeah. he's a prepubescent teen. He's a teen. He's a he's he's a moody guy, moody little teen who's going on his way to becoming a man. Um, but I think he has a great matchup against the Steelers, who have been prone to wide receiver ones getting over the top of them. But anyway, I can't pick him. He's not a boy. Um, so I'm going to go with Giants rookie tight end Daniel Bellinger. Uh, came a little bit onto the scene in the Cowboys game with four receptions for 40 yards, had a TD the game before that, and, and didn't really play in the first game of the season. So they're getting him more and more involved. He does look athletic. He is a rookie, so, you know, there's an intrigue, intriguing upside. Uh, and they don't have anybody else, and I think he's better than both of the starting wide receivers, Richie James and David Sill. So, uh, <laughs> And he's at a more valuable position. So I think he's a good streaming option. Uh, I had Will Disley in this category, but I want to pick another uh, Seahawk. So I'm, I'm bumping Disley, and I'm putting in uh, Daniel Ballinger. You're the tight end. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Um, is Bob Wood still a boy? No, not after last week. He had right. a I mean, he's, he, only, he's he, only like... Fifty-five hundred on DraftKings. Yeah, so. but yeah, but he had. A, oh, I forgot. John doesn't. Do John, draft. yeah, he doesn't play on DraftKings. Do he was like he was on the edge of boyhood. Okay. Right. He, he had um, a, he had a man game last week though. All right. I mean, boys got man games. It's just they're not like you know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Noah Brown has had three man games. I guess that's true, but you know, Bob Woods is like 
you know, had proven years, you know? Yeah, so like... Noah Brown's not a name yet. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, then let's go with, you know, Anthony, since you said that, I'm going, taking a, a revenge boy, and I'm going Greg Dorch against Carolina. Dorch. Dorch John's is going gonna... to... John's playing for the win this week. This is a playing for the win boy line. <laughs> this Greg is Dorch. three guys that their names aren't where they are are at yet but he john knows they're scoring some points <laughs> greg dorch i mean that's all you gotta say greg dorch touchdown i was gonna go with dorch last week and i really should have uh i went with him two weeks ago and i was gonna double down on dorch double down dorch that's what i call him double down dorch john but you you do remember that the boys are a weighted point it's like college football where there is style points so if you pick a slate of shit knockers like we did I don't know if that's the right word. I, 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 didn't, I didn't like that word coming out of my mouth. If you pick a, a, a slate of real, like, toddler boys. Mm. Um, just born boys. Just born boys. Then you definitely get more style points. But right, you, can, you can definitely play for the win. That's fair. That's right. All right. That's fair. We each have our strategies. Well, all right. So my second boy is a guy uh, similar to how Brian exclaimed that he, at, you know, I guess I guess ATN was never really a guy. Like he never was a man because he never really pr- proved it. Only draft picks uh, had him where you know we thought he was a man. But this guy at one point was, and now I feel like he's. But well, I actually even feel like he has fallen back to boy status. But I'm taking a chance. Week four, three weeks in, looking like shit. Darnell Mooney. I have no. Oh, yeah, for I, sure. Yeah. I have no faith in Justin Fields. I really don't. He looks like shit. He has one of the worst, uh, like, off, like off-target pass uh, plays in in the league. He just every all of his passes are off-target. In three weeks, Darnell Mooney has eleven targets, four receptions, for twenty-seven yards. Bad one game. It's That's a bad game. That is fucking awful. For a guy who looked like he was on the up and up, he was coming up, like, proving himself. People were drafting him as wide receiver three. It just, it is bad. But I have hope that maybe they right the ship and then he gets one good fucking long catch. That's what I'm hoping for. Not even, I shouldn't even say right the ship. I'm just one fucking bomb that Mooney fucking... Just blows the cornerback out of the water, gets deep, goes for like 45 and runs it in for like 75 touches. Like, that's it. That's all I'm hoping for. One long fucking catch. You got to bring Andy Dalton back to the Bears. <sighs> I mean, the Saints need him just as bad. I think the Saints need him just as bad as the fucking Bears do, so. <laughs> um, No, I, I hope so for him. I hope he gets four of the seven pass attempts uh, this game. But, uh,. Yeah, there's not too many attempts to to chomp at. Yeah. All right. So I want to. I don't know why I want to pick a Seahawk. I just like their matchup against Detroit. I haven't liked Detroit's defense. It's the offense that's been chugging them along. Um, so I think this is the the Rashad Penny game. I think you know he's kind of a he's kind of like an engine receiver. I mean, running back. He needs he needs the carries to get chugging. Yeah. Um, and I think they get him chugging. I think they put Cole, Cole in the engine, and, and he starts going this game. 
So I, I'm pick. I'm I'm saying it gets 125 rushing yards this game. Oh, all right. I hope no, so. No, uh, no breaks for those uh, coal shovelers. <laughs> no. 1800s rules. No union breaks. I I uh, I just worry that Pete Carroll just doesn't want to give him the uh, the uh, the load with with Walker there. Like, I just don't think it's gonna. I don't know. I I love to see Penny. I mean, look like I said. I mentioned last week. I'm pretty sure the week before that. You know, best running back in the last six weeks last year. I don't know what they're doing. Just fucking force feed him, force feed him the fucking ball. But well, remains to be seen. Um. All right. Anything else before we uh we head out the week four of the NFL season? Nope. All right. Well, then with that, you can find us at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter, answering all your fantasy football questions on you know all week and especially Sunday morning leading up to the games. Do not forget nine o'clock. 9.30 this morning, uh, this morning, Sunday morning, Saints, Vikings, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, London, be awake with your Bloody Marys and your mimosas getting ready for that Sunday game. And your blood sausage. And your blood sausages and your boiled potatoes. Um, and your kidney pies. And your kidney pies, exactly. Do all, anything British, have your tea and all of that stuff ready to roll. Um, we are available anywhere podcasts are available, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, we are Fantasy Lens, and I cannot believe it's already week four in the NFL season, and we'll see you next week.